genre. back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we talk about a friend of mine's dream in Spider-Man 2, <laughs> one deadhead minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. And uh, I'm uh, Nick Jimenez Confessional. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Nick. Hi, happy to be here, guys. Has it really been so long? Yeah. I, uh, somehow. It's, yeah. yeah, it's been a it's been a while. You were our first guest on the last movie and- now we're halfway through this one, um, which means we're at uh, minute 61, which begins with Peter saying, ah, <laughs> and ends with uh, this uh, this doctor guy person um, asking uh, him what his friend in the dream thinks of himself. <laughs> uh, so we, we start with the doctor telling Peter, uh, you seem pretty OK to me. And yes. I, I heard that. And I was like, yeah, he is. He's pretty OK. Yeah, very, very OK. It's a it's not like a, a medical term that would uh, inspire any confidence in you. But it's like charmingly like, uh, hey, I'm your buddy. Yeah, you seem yeah. very OK. I am. I am. I am entirely unconvinced that this is a real doctor. <laughs> I think this is just some guy who threw on a. Threw on a, a doctor's lab coat. A lab coat and is just pretending to be a doctor on a Saturday because well, he thought it'd be fun. So here, so here's something, and I don't want to come out of the bat. I I don't come out of the gate like just dunking on on Toby, but like sure take away, and then this is maybe, this isn't even Toby. This is Peter, but like uh-huh. the vibe of this scene. Just think about like sides. If this was like a screenplay, you know, and you yeah. were reading it, this could easily be a pediatrician and like a nine year old boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, it, totally. I yeah. don't know, champ. I think you seem pretty okay to me. Oh, I don't know. I've been having these dreams where I'm Spider-Man. Like, oh, <laughs> oh really? Is this your dream? Oh, actually, it's it's not even my dream. It's you know my friends. It's a friends of my of. dream. Why are you talking about it? Aren't you the one that's yeah. sick? <laughs> it's so so transparent. His like. Oh, this I guy a hundred percent knows that Peter is Spider-Man now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. from. From like twenty seconds in, he's yeah. Like, oh, okay, that's what's up. Oh, yeah. oh, you're Spider Man. Okay, got it. But it's... like, maybe he he is normally like a pediatrician or something, so he's used to like having to adjust around the way kids talk or like. So he's like, <laughs> oh, I'll treat you like you know, like I'm sure Peter gets a sucker at the end of this yeah. conversation. Oh, thanks, like, Mister. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Get out of here, you college grad, you. <laughs> get out of here. Um. This uh, this doctor, by the way, uh, played by Greg Edelman. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Let me know, Greg. Um, <laughs> Come Dr. on the Davis show. Is, 
Yeah, the character's name, Doctor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Greg Edelman is uh, another big like uh, musical theater actor out in New York City. Um, four-time Tony Award nominee, Drama Desk Award nominee. Um, he was originally from Chicago. Um, in fact, Greg Edelman here starred in the same Broadway revival of Wonderful Town that Donna Murphy was in during post-production on Spider-Man 2. And so they were in the, in the play together when they were doing ADR and stuff, and she couldn't record any more screams and stuff because of the condition of her voice from working on, on Broadway. So like wow. he and Donna Murphy and Alfred Molina all like knew each other from that whole scene. It's um, <laughs> weird to me that they shot this in New York. Like this yeah. particular scene? Like why? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a set, right? Like, yeah. I don't... It's very interesting to me. Um, I... I don't know this guy. This whole this guy's whole vibe. He looks like the human equivalent of um, the little caricature in Michael Schur's, uh production company. The shh, not a doctor. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. that's like at the end of Brooklyn Nine Nine. You know, right, mm-hmm. right, yeah, right. That's yeah. that's and he's totally, not. No, he's definitely not a doctor. He's wearing jeans and a Grateful Dead T-shirt. He is not a doctor. We that's pretty great. He, we could easily headcanon this and say that he is playing himself. <laughs> oh, so Greg, let's say Greg Edelman was like preparing for a role as a doctor on one of his many appearances on Law sure, and Order any or of something. Them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And was like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll go in and do rounds or something. That would be the greatest uh, beat is if somebody came in here and just chased him out. And hey, get out of here. Right, yeah. Like it's happening as like as like Peter's having like this grand revelation that we're gonna get, and he's just like in his own world and like in the background right. as the scene yeah. is fading out. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing here? We told you to get out of here." And Somebody I, comes in with a broom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I certainly don't want to get into what the the you know further minutes, but this guy drops some pretty heavy advice on Peter, and Peter <laughs> takes it straight to the heart. Well, I mean, yeah, just just the fact that he's like, you know, what I think up here and i'm just like i'm, I'm like that yeah you're a doctor what are you <laughs> refer him to a specialist what are you doing yeah okay. like i want i want peter just to be like i have brain cancer like <laughs> because that's what it should mean when a doctor who's not a psychiatrist says it's up here um, yeah it's like uh... I don't know, as soon as he does the physical, he's like, well, I guess this will be a therapy session now. Like, and he's totally game for it. It's a, a odd. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he sells it because I think this, this actor is great, but it is such an odd structuring of a doctor's visit yeah. regardless. Yeah. Like and he's, and, uh, and the doctor is very good. You know, and this kind of, I don't think I've ever really pieced it together until this. Cause I, I, I don't want to play my hand too early, but I, I did not rewatch mm-hmm. the movie before hosting. I, I, uh-huh. I, I I, I know this. I, I know this movie pretty well. Uh, yeah. But one thing I've never really put words to or thought to is, and it's really just these movies. Sam Raimi loves populating these movies with r- decent people. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and that kind of left an impression on me as a kid, as both a fan and a and a wannabe filmmaker, because mm-hmm. I think I really like. Just the idea of him casting all of these New York character actors as like just fun little like one note characters and very rarely are they are they mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's why Spider-Man 3 feels so weird is because it's populated with a bunch of people being mean to each other. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it feel it makes it feel a little off, like where you're just like, this doesn't this doesn't feel like Spider Man. Yeah, like e- even uh, even Peter's landlord in this one, a- as rough mm. as he is, the movie isn't afraid to show like, hey, you know, this this is a decent guy. He actually does care about Peter. He just you know he wants his rent. <laughs> right. Yeah, he wants his his back like three grand of rent that Peter owes him for last month. Yeah. Because of his ridiculous view. Yeah. Right. Le- like um, the world is full of people which maybe sounds like too like no, no, obvious i hear you yeah but it, it's but, so easy yeah. to watch a movie where and i and I, I think about this where you know coming from someone who has both acted and 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 been behind the camera sometimes like i would mm. i would want every why wouldn't you want every nurse and doctor and bank teller to be just a little fun totally totally yeah and it's it, it you can feel the difference between this and like a movie where Regular every, everyday people aren't involved at all. Either they're like faceless extras, you know, yeah. like reaching towards your cape, or the only <laughs> people who speak are like military folks or the superheroes. You yeah, know? or but they're just running and like, screaming. Yeah, but we have like Pizza Guy and Go Spidey Go, and we have, you know, the the receptionist at her desk chewing her gum, and we've got this like cool doctor guy, and, you know, yeah. anybody take shop class. Like we have... So many, well, maybe that guy's not that decent. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, and even when you like, when you cut to, you can going back to the first one, you know, mm-hmm. when, when they're cutting to all those New Yorkers and it's like, oh, guy, yes. with, a, guy with a leg, sound is hot. It's like mm-hmm. n- New York felt like a, like a living, breathing character in this, in, in, the, in this trilogy of movies in a right. way that really yeah. left an impression on me as a kid. In, in, instead of just like the most special construction worker. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the, yeah. Most, the most patriotic construction worker. Right. In the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you have to populate the world with people in order to earn a, you know, <laughs> leave Spidey alone, you know, bridge moment or a train moment. Yeah, right. yeah. We'll or even like, you know, like, like I, 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 God, I really hope I'm not like jumping around because I don't know what you guys have covered yet. But like, you know, <laughs> Joel, Joel McHale, like reaching for the money or the key. Oh, or yes. It's like, yeah, yeah he's just a real dude. And like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it kind of, it, it makes, it makes it really feel like Peter is saving a place. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. these are real people with like stress and like, and like, you know, annoyances and they have different opinions of Spider. It's a very proto MCU world. Totally. Yeah. 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 It's or, um the I I I don't know. I yeah, I know I mean I agree with all of that. I think that mm-hmm. I think that the 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 extra people are um yeah, it's just it's it's very important that you populate this with like real people and it's it's interesting comparing this to sort of like the world of homecoming where you have like the do a flip guy, but <laughs> yeah. it's not, it, you know, you don't really get to know any of those characters like you do in this movie, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's, kind of that quintent. And it, it, it's why it's why Spider-Man 2 is always going to be my, my, my favorite one. Because mm-hmm. there is just a soul to this one that is it was just lightning in a bottle. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 Uh, so so Peter is describing this dream where mm-hmm. he's Spider-Man, but not not actually it's not actually him. It's his friend. Um, <laughs> but he's he's describing this and he's like, yeah, he's like crawling up walls and he can't stick and, and all of his things. And um, 
I, I just, as he was describing this to this doctor and, you know, we take this for granted because we know Spider-Man backwards and forwards. And it's sort of like the, the, the Superman problem, which is where people are like, how do they not know the Clark Kent is Superman? It's like, well, because they never get a good look at Superman. That's why no mm -hmm. one knows. Mm -hmm. Like they yeah. see Clark all the time at the daily. They don't see Superman a lot. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he's just this distant figure that saves people. Like, you know, it's. We take it for granted because we we know we see them up close all the time because we're watching the movie. But in in yeah. this and so you know when you're when you're looking at this thing with the Spider Man, he's talking about crawling up walls and all this. Do the people in New York understand Spider Man's powers that Wait, intimately? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like well, so I'm crawling on a wall as Spider Man's are wont to do, and the doctors. <laughs> and he's like, oh, <laughs> like, really? Yes, yes, That's... of course, of course. Yeah, yeah his powers. <laughs> what? Ew! I thought he just like flew around. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little. I mean, he's already dropping slightly too intimate knowledge on, uh, you know, the inner workings of Spider-Man. There, I'm, or is it? You know, maybe because of all the pictures Peter has taken for the bugle of like Spidey on walls and stuff. Yeah, people just like it's sublimated into the popular consciousness. Oh yeah, you know, Superman can lift stuff. Spider-Man sticks to walls. Whatever. Um, yeah, but I I feel like I'm. If I'm Spider-Man and I'm yeah. going to talk to a doctor about my dream about my friend being Spider-Man or whatever, um, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I would – I wouldn't be so specific, I guess, because yeah. I wouldn't know what yeah. people would know and I wouldn't want to, yeah. you know, give so, away yeah, who so I in am. The, so, in, so in the dream, I'm, 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 I'm fighting the Green Goblin, one of Spider-Man's greatest villains. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's actually Norman Osborn, and if you could spread that around, that would be great for my relationship yeah, with my friend. Super but, helpful. But do not tell Harry. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like maybe hedge your bets a little bit, Peter. But yeah. he's, I don't know. That is Again, really, it's that, it's that yeah. kid thing of like, oh, this is a person of authority. I can just tell them whatever. Yeah, right. It's really funny. How Peter just really, in a, in a again, in a very childlike way, it's like, well, th well, this is a doctor. He's a grown up that I can tell anything to. That's what they're doing. <laughs> Yeah, all yeah. my deepest, darkest secrets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, he's a medical his, doctor, Peter. This is his version of a confessional, right? Yeah, like yeah, this is like his like Daredevil, like Matt Murdock in a Catholic church. Right, right, right. Or on like a dashboard or something. Sure, like you could do confessional, confessional yeah. confessioning. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. later. Yeah. That's he, oh. <laughs> he has a dashboard confessional later. Um, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how useful this is to you guys or the listeners, but uh, I was struck by how much the doctor kind of resembled uh, like a middle aged Scott Ackerman. Oh, oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah, get there. <laughs> All of our indie comedy podcast stuff together in one spot. Uh, I, I just I just love how much of a like a doofus this doctor is because he's got he's got the jeans and the Grateful Dead T shirt, but then his like his hair is. You know, very neatly parted and yeah, yeah. Like he's just got a really weird vibe. I mean, you know, I would, I don't know. This is like this is like one of those. Um, like I don't know, I don't know if this was uh, true for for you guys. You're a little bit younger than me. But when I was high school, uh -huh. there were the the kids who just loved Dave Matthews Band, and they were oh. they were uh they were like preppy kids, but they kind of like pretended that they were like pothead hippies, but they were, yes. they were way too put together to be pothead hippies. Mm -hmm. That's what this guy <laughs> reminds me of. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Professional version. You know, that kind of <laughs> yeah. reminds me of, yeah. Yeah. It's where like you, you, you look at every part of their life, like their music and like their mm -hmm. attitude, but then it's just like, but the one thing missing is that they just have never done drugs at all. 
Yes. Right? <laughs> like, like all the Bob Marley posters on his wall at home or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jimi yeah. Hendrix. Yeah. Like, totally. Yeah. Whatever yeah. he could get at Nirvana. Like, <laughs> I like, I like music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like rock and roll music. Um, I'm cool. I'm a hip. Like, yeah. I've got two guitars. Um, so everyone, everyone's kind of a cornball in this world. Yeah. 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 Other than like MJ. Right. Yeah, and he, and even she's like, you know, in the context of, I mean, I remember even being a little kid and everyone was just always giggling at everything MJ did because it was so awkward right. and weird and Kristen right. Dunst is doing her, her damnedest. Yeah. She's doing great. Um, I But, yeah, you know, just, but at the at the end of the day, it's like maybe she's not quite a cornball, but she still likes this cornball. So yeah. or like got to have I, a I little bit of cornball. Or like yeah. one, 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 <laughs> to, me, the, to me, the quintessential MJ moment in this whole trilogy is and I'm, and I'm just realizing this was on my last episode, but it's when mm. she like points at the newspaper while her photos are getting taken. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's oh. like, OK, these are both these are both huge dorks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, they're meant to each other. These two doofuses. Because yeah. like you watch, um, you watch Homecoming, and you're like, "Oh, Peter, what are you doing?" Michelle's like so out of your, <laughs> or like not no, uh, Betty's like so out of your league. But Lizzie, means Lizzie, yeah. God, Liz, so many yeah. women, so many. <laughs> I I was like that. I was like that image of Peter Parker, which is the little bubbles, <laughs> bubbles of all the women, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which one is this, Betty? Michelle, <laughs> what a dark Michelle. version of that cover! Liz. Is he's trying to remember which one is which? Yeah, <laughs> Liz, Mary Jane, what? Like he's on his way to a date. And uh, like, oh wait, shit. what's his who, name? Who works at the bugle? Which one is God, that? Um, Elizabeth is her name. No, that's her real name. God. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, like at least, especially with the early nerdy version, not the professional distancing herself from him version in this movie, <laughs> but that you can see that they're they're little dweebs at heart. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Like no. Now I'm starting to really think that mj spider spider-man one might be the best mj and that kind of bums me out a little bit oh buddy mm. oh buddy yeah. she is more of a doofus in that one but i i i'm really liking mj a lot in this movie oh good um, cool. Yeah, as, cool. as, as actually at the planetarium it. scene last week i was like oh man yeah she's good in this like I really, really respect her in this uh, yeah. yeah have you gotten to the it's wonderful part yet the way what the the musical oh that's three god damn it. that's she's three a, yeah the, she's an earnest in this she's in the importance of being earnest yeah. Right. Right. Yes, correct. Yeah. See, that, you should have rewatched um, it before you came on the show. Yeah, I the hottest, the hottest ticket on Broadway, and the importance right, of being true. earnest. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The revival of Ernest mm. at the lyric. Theater. Hamilton, Harry Potter um, and the Cursed Child. The revival of the importance of being earnest. <laughs> Starring Mary Jane Watson, the woman from those billboards that you see around town. You know the perfume ones. Sp- um, and, and there's a rumor that she's Spider-Man's lucky gal. <laughs> yeah, they've been seen together cavorting around the town. Uh, <laughs> someone swears they saw her swinging through the air just just a few short months ago. Um, Campbell Spidey. <laughs> Great world. You never know what you're getting into. Uh, this, The one thing I like about Tie Dye Fun Hippie Doctor mm-hmm. in terms of trying to connect to Peter. Tie Dye Fun Hippie Doctor. <laughs> is he, he's not given a name, is he? What's he credited as, Zach? He is credited as Dr. Davis, but they never speak it out loud. Mm. Um, same as the, the surgeon at the Doc Ock scene. Doesn't have a name in the scene, but he has a name in the credits. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> makes it slightly tricky to look him up specifically on uh, in preparation for these episodes. But yeah, Dr. Davis is what he's called. Um, Dr. Davis, I like that... After it lands on him, he gives the little eyebrow to the Spider-Man line, and he's like, oh, I know what I'm in for here. And when Peter stops talking, 
he does the the patented Giles move where he pulls off the glasses and then comes over and sits oh yeah sits next to him and I it's just my favorite thing oh, like yeah how do I connect to this kid all right I'll, ah, this, there's literally a layer in off. between us right now let me take these off how yeah do I, how do I cross the ocean that is the f- ten years of age between us <laughs> well and I also <laughs> I also I this this whole this whole thing with the dream I just what is he thinking? Like, what is, what is Peter? How does this help anything? Like, how does he think that this is he, is is he actually thinking like, Oh, I'll, I'll I'll talk about it. Like it's a dream. And then maybe he can solve my problems through Mm -hmm. dream logic or, or is he through analysis? Yeah. Through, through analysis or is he, or is he literally just, saying that almost to like cover himself to be like you know let's yeah no it's a it's a dream like air quotes like is he yeah, is he confessing this to the doctor that he is spider-man he's just using the the dream thing as like a to me a to me i i totally agree with everything you're saying but i hmm. think this is also the peter who you know I, I think about that scene in the first one where he just stumbles his way through like talking about mj like in the hospital to Aunt mm. may you know like he he is he it, it to me it's always kind of in character like that uh-huh. he's like he doesn't really know how to talk to people or like you know the, <laughs> he's the, a bad communicator yeah i yeah. mean the scene that breaks my heart in in this one with him and and aunt may is kind of him not breaking very important news in like the best way mm-hmm. yeah yeah this is part of what he does. I kind of think, like, I lean more towards Scott's second explanation, which is that he's got to talk to specifically about this problem. Mm-hmm. That's why he came in. He's and a, he can't yeah. really specifically say what it is without, you know, he's not perjuring yourself, but mm-hmm. basically. He's a man of so, science. He's not a, he's not a religious yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, just this like thing where he wants like a level of denial. Like he wants yeah, to be able to deniability. say, right, right, yeah. plausible deniability. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like we got to talk about this, but I, I, I'm not really talking yeah. about this. But if I was, help me, please. You know? Yeah. Like, right. It's like a mob doctor. Yeah. Right. Totally. He's a... <laughs> Shh. Not a doctor. He's like Paul Rudd um, and mute. <laughs> oh God. This is that's horrifying. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> He's yeah, got covered, no. covered in blood. No, not that. Hey, not like that. Hey, not like, um, that. <laughs> but like yeah, maybe like a uh, superhero doc, you know, like Yeah, that's a solid were... idea. Yeah, like just someone that's like, hey, or you know, ki- kind of like a more professional, I guess on the book version of what Rosario Dawson does in those Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Night Nurse uh <laughs> Incorporated where, you know, part of our NDAs that we sign when you come in is that we will never reveal your secret identity, but if you're having issues with, you know, Mm-hmm. Your radar powers or your Doctor yeah. Strange <laughs> yeah. skills. Or if you have like a shard of something. and you, Or yeah, or kind of like what Rachel McAdams does for Doctor Strange. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. There's, there's, obviously this has not existed in this world, but there's a, yeah. there's an underserved market there. Mm-hmm. Oh man, God, <laughs> to, to, to live in a world where Sam Raimi got to deal with like magic in the, <laughs> oh. in the, in the Spider-Man world. <laughs> well, we're always clamoring for the Mysterio sequel. That's mm-hmm. what. That's what would. Well, be I think there's a little bit delicious. of a there's a little bit of a hint of what he would do with like a Doctor Strange thing in um in uh, Drag Me to Hell. Like there's those scenes yes. in like the you know in like the the big uh, uh, the big open room with like the dancing goat and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah. it just it feels like it feels like that's kind of what his Doctor Strange <laughs> stuff would be like a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> 
Um, worthwhile. You know what these movies are missing? You know, talking about Peter just being bad at at off the cuff conversations. Um, uh-huh. These this movie these movies are missing him accidentally slipping into a improv uh, studio and just. <laughs> Finding himself stuck in an improv scene. Yeah. You, you know how like, you know how I, I, I believe everyone has kind of like a go-to improv thing. Like for me, something I broke out of was I would always start a scene by typing. Oh, not yeah, that makes sense. You know, like, I'd be like, uh, I'm, I'm at an office. I don't know, I'm typing. You know, uh, I had a friend, Ian, who would always chop wood. That was just his go-to, like, I'm chopping wood. <laughs> and I, I just imagine, like, level one improv Peter being like, okay, Peter, you're just doing something really natural. Like, oh, okay. And then he just stimulates climbing a wall. Right. <laughs> what? You, oh, right. Sorry, sorry. He's dead I'm shooting so, webs. I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. Phew, 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 yeah. phew. Oh, no, I've lost my powers. Scene, at this scene, I'll be Spider-Man. Oh, falling. Oh. Oh no, I'm falling. What's happening to me? Do you know what's happening to me? Tell me what's happening to me. Does anybody does anybody know what's happening? Anybody in this room (laughs) offer any theories as to why I might not be able to climb walls right now? I'm desperate. Um, This is what this is the version of him that doesn't have medical insurance. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure every version of him doesn't have medical insurance. I I honestly I don't know how he's affording this, other than the fact that this isn't a real doctor. So Oh my god, maybe that's how he's able to come in here. Is it's like, oh. this is not a, you know, I mean, it's one of those places where you think you pay in cash and just like yeah. a guy who dropped out of med school, like pokes around at you. <laughs> yeah. It's like some kind of clinic. Mm-hmm. Remember I'm also, to go to the special clinic. We don't have insurance anymore. You know what else I'm thinking about is I'm looking at this, uh, this, this skeleton in the background there. And mm-hmm. all I'm thinking is how many things has that prop been in? <laughs> how old is that prop and how many things has it been in it's probably a thousand, yeah, yeah a thousand things uh, yeah i mean i bet folding money that that thing has been on a broadway stage uh-huh. oh totally yeah yeah and it's i mean there's there's only so many like prop warehouses where people rent stuff or if you're doing stuff on a uh on a lot like a studio lot they usually have their own prop mm. library it's kind of like that and it's yeah always recycled i don't know if I, I i don't know if i mentioned this on the first season or not but um I was when I was working on a, a Rebel Wilson TV show uh, briefly <laughs> in my early stint out here in Los Angeles. One of the prop people showed me the stacks of papers they were using for the legal office because we were shooting on the Warner Brothers lot, and the papers they had in like the legal files were from the Tim Burton Batman movies. Like Whoa. they all said Wayne Enterprises and Gotham City and whatnot, oh, and it was man. like they specially made all this stuff in like 1989 to like fill out some office scene with you know wayne stuff and then they had them they're like well let's just keep them and they've been using them since Amazing. in everything so anytime you see somebody carrying a file in a tv show it might be the gotham city you know whatever did it go through your head at all to like oh man i'd be so i'd be so tempted to just like take <laughs> take take one page you know yeah no yeah like, i i i talked to her about like what you know how how bad it would be if that actually happened, and she was like, "It it would be it'd be pretty bad, so don't do that." Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like that meme of uh, Ed O'Neill in like Modern Family and Married with Children. And he's reading like the same mm. paper. Oh yeah, yes, exactly. Right. Yeah, or yeah. or let's potato chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Which or just beer. Like if you show. ever notice, once you notice the beer that people in sitcoms are holding, it you never unsee it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Cigarettes, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the lit- one literal prop could be in hundreds and hundreds of things mm-hmm. by the time. Because it's like, they just, they put a barcode on it and it's, you know, 
uh, logged as, oh yeah, human skeleton. So anytime somebody's like, yeah, I need a skeleton for this. You know what? Is there a go-to skeleton? You know what? A hundred percent. This is a Sony Mm. movie. I guarantee you this is the skeleton from Community. Oh my God, it is. Yeah. 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 It totally is. Yeah. It's the Sony, Sony, Sony show, Sony lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you think him and Joel Mm -hmm. McHale had caught up? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah, probably. It's like, oh man, I haven't seen you since that scene I wasn't in, in Spider-Man 2. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've just been doing the soup every week and uh, got this other gig now. Got hair plugs. That's good, good. Yeah, good to see you. (laughs) You should try them. I I don't know, you might need a scalp for it to work, but uh, (laughs) could change your whole dynamic there. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. Uh, Nick, where can they hear the two of us? Well, the, uh, you can go on duelinggenre.com or wherever you get your uh, your podcast, and you can listen to Cornetto Minute, where we uh, reviewed and discussed Shaun of the Dead one minute at a time. In the autumn, we're going to do Hot Fuzz. Um, but the the podcast that we have going on full speed ahead at at the moment is The Doctor's Companion, where we co-host with... Uh, the iconic uh, Cassandra Fredrickson. Uh, yeah, where we talk about all things Doctor Who. Uh, the show is 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 picking up steam. Um, we're really proud of it. It's growing. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. and it's a lot of and it's a lot of fun. So yeah, listen to that. Even if if and uh, one thing I should say is if if you are new to Doctor Who or you're like I've seen a couple episodes, uh, I'm going through the classic episodes of the show for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of like that one guy in the first Hellboy that they had because of, like they needed like an audience like perspective. <laughs> mm. And we and we write uh, recaps for every episode, so even if you aren't watching along with us, you can you'll be able to follow if you understand Doctor Who. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, so go check that out. And uh, if you're on Facebook, check out the Spider-Man Minute Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group. You can post there if you have any uh, thoughts or theories about uh, Doctor Grateful Dead. And uh, (laughs) we will be back tomorrow with Minute 62. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.